Every sport has their big, juicy controversy. Boxing has the Mike Tyson ear bite. Cycling has Lance Armstrong. Baseball has its steroid era. Curling has... Broomgate. It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now. They fought back from early week trouble to make it to this gold medal game, but now, in the hands of the 22-year-old Stefania Constantini, final stone, eighth end. Just has to see a yellow go away. Cinderella story's got a perfect ending. Two are gone, and it's a gold medal. Not a single defeat for Italy. Undefeated through this phenomenal mixed doubles field. Wow. Stefania just grinning ear to ear. You can't believe it. Boy, there's something to be said for just easy, natural chemistry. And these two had it. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another special edition. Boy, we've done a bunch of these. I love it of Inside Curling. On the show today, we've got a special guest, uh, Team Italy. They whipped their way through the mixed doubles. We want to acknowledge all five of our great sponsors uh, of Inside Curling, uh, bringing you this special show and our regular show, Sports Interaction, Coyote Tractor, Goldline, Nestle Boost, and Meridian. Warren, I wasn't around for this, but you guys sat down uh, and had a great interview with the mixed doubles 2022 Olympic gold medalist, Stefania Constantini and Amos Mozaner. Uh, it was only the second time mixed doubles was held as an Olympic medal sport. You must be proud, Warren, when you see that, because you, you were the one who got it in there. Stefani and Amos went through undefeated, perfect record, 11-0. and Before the Olympics, Stefania and Amos were ranked fifth in the 2021 World Mixed Doubles Championships. They were both youth Olympians and were bronze medalists in the European Championship team competition. So I wasn't here for this, Warren. I was down chasing... Uh, Crocodiles in Florida, I think, when you did this. So you and Kevin looked after this. So enjoy this interview. Well, thank you very much, you guys, for taking the time out of your crazy schedules. Stefania Constantini, Amosh Mojaner. Wow, you guys. First of all, congratulations on, well, the gold medal, but I think king and queen of the olympics is probably uh, the better way of saying it um stefania uh congratulations on the gold life since the gold for you uh, your life has got to be turned upside down yes really it was and it is crazy it was really a dream that comes true and uh yes so i really i'm really living a dream right now amish uh i need to ask you about going undefeated two things going undefeated at the olympic games but then standing on top of the podium on top of the world of curling uh your feelings on all of that of course uh, i never expected uh, that before because uh, our goal was to reach the playoff and uh of course go undefeated uh, to through the round robin it was uh, really great 
I mean, impressive for ourselves too, because, uh, you know, at the Olympics, it's not easy. Because when we were to the playoffs, we, we say about, we said, uh, yeah, we need to, to win the next one to go for a medal. Then, uh, we made it. And in the final, we played, uh, I think, a good game against the good team, Norway. And then, uh, we won it. Yeah. <laughs> In an amazing fashion, yes. Stefania, I've been trying, like, we tried to reach out to both of you because it's, you're so busy. And you mentioned to me, uh, life is crazy, things are crazy. So kind of tell me uh, a little bit, when when you were done and you, and you won the gold medal and you had time to take a breath, what happened? Like, what happened when you went home? Actually, um, we had lots of fans that uh, were following us, uh, supporting us. So it was really amazing for us because uh, in Italy, curling is not uh, very known. So it was uh, a, a new thing for us. And um, I'm very proud of ourselves uh, for being able to do this because it's uh, an important thing for curling, yes, but for Italian curling, and uh, so I hope uh, now curling will improve so more people uh, start to be interested and uh, want to try play curling. And uh, I think this is happening right now in Italy. So uh, in Cortina, in Cembra, in Pinerolo, lots of people are trying to play. And yes, um, so they are happy with uh, us. Hey, Warren, go ahead. Jump in. Hey, Mosh. So I'm just looking and... Uh... Italy won two gold medals in the Olympics. Yours was one of them. What was it like when you went home? What happened? I mean, uh, <laughs> whole country went crazy about us because uh, we, we, I think we made it uh, something uh, crazy because uh, they never expected a medal, especially in the curling, because uh, in Italy, curling is not so like, uh, can I say, maybe the most popular sport because we have uh, a lot of other sports first but i think that the result a lot of people start to know that sport and uh, i think it's good for the italian uh, curling a lot of interviews a lot of uh, fans a lot of people coming uh, to try it curling and uh, i think that's that's great how many curlers are there right now in Italy and uh, how many facilities are there? Is there room for expansion? I would imagine there's going to be lots of people wanting to play. Are they going to be able to? I think we are like uh, 300 players in all country, but uh, the good level, I think like 15, 20 players. In Italy, seven facilities. Wow, great. And o only two rings. And in Pinerolo, we have three rings, but uh, nothing more. I think Italy now need to 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 make maybe some uh, building for curling because uh, in the big city people start to to learn the sport and uh, they want to try it by but they don't have the close facility and then uh, it's difficult to try it with uh, without a curling club Stefania you're pretty young Italy doesn't have a lot of curlers what got you into curling how did you get attracted to it and how long have you been playing uh, one of my friends um, already played curling and some years ago, so when I was uh, eight years old, she asked me to go to try this new sport. And uh, now I'm here, so 
I really loved curling since the very beginning. So, yeah. I've got to say, watching the two of you play, I was very impressed with your deliveries and the manner how you threw the stone, how you released the stone. Uh, you've obviously played and practiced a lot, but who taught you all those things that you seem to do so well? I think we really practice a lot at home and individually, I can say, because we didn't uh, practice so much together. So uh, we are both uh, persons that uh, loved playing curling and now actually is our job. So we tried, we really tried to do our best and really enjoy every moment. Also, before the Olympics, we know that uh, we had a very important uh, event in some months because we qualified directly for the Olympics in uh, May, uh, the, the past seasons. And then we, we kept practicing uh, every day. And uh, at the Olympics, we, we did very good uh, together. I think we find a really good balance between us. Yeah, you seem to play so very, very well. And uh, I'm just wondering, you went into the Olympics. Did you have any wildest dreams that you might do as well as you did? Or, or did you have a goal of saying, well, if we get in the top four or five, we've done really well? Or did you really feel you had a good chance of winning? Actually, uh, before the Olympics, we did a meeting where we said, uh, okay, our first goal, our goal is to, of course, do our best and arrive in the yes top four because we wanted to reach the playoff. We did a really good uh, round robin where we were undefeated. So uh, at that time, we said, uh, okay, our goal has to be changed. Now we have to go hard for the final. We won also the semifinal and then we reached the final. So we said, okay, now we have to win our our last uh, game here in this uh, wonderful Olympics. It, this is really a dream because I remember uh, in the last Olympics, um, I was uh, watching the final Canada uh, against uh, Switzerland. And uh, I thought, uh, wow, uh, it's crazy to win a gold medal. And now I'm doing it. So yeah, it's crazy. Was there a point during the round robin when the two of you are in the dressing room and you're talking and you go, we are curling really well. We, we, we can actually win this thing. Was there a point, Amash, where I, I think we can win? I, I really believe, Stefania, that we can win this thing. Amish, was there a point in there when you went, wow, we, we have this thing? I think from myself and uh, from both of us, after the sixth win, we, we were qualified to the playoff. And then uh, we had uh, three more games to go, but uh, it was uh, already the first step. We it was made it, and then uh, we start to thinking uh, about that a little bit, and then we said, yeah, now we are into the four, the four spot, and then we have a chance to to win a to win a, a medal, and uh, it was after the qualify after the sixth game we won, yeah. You, you guys, in, uh, in 2021, you made the qualification round in the World Mixed Doubles and then ended up losing, that that's okay, to Norway, to uh, Skazli and, and Negregotten. Was there something in that championship where you, where you, what you learnt in, 2000, in the World Championships in 2021 when you made the playoffs, made the qualification round? And did you learn something from that that helped you in Beijing? I think the, the words we played in Aberdeen uh, past season was uh, our first event together 
and then uh, we didn't uh, know much about the other teams and then uh, we started to to know them uh, at the at the worlds and then uh, when uh, we play, we played them already during this season at, i think at two at two tournaments we learned a lot because uh, we started to know them how they play and how they release tone the tactics and i think uh, the words uh, help us to to know them Perfect. Hey, Warren, go ahead. I guess, Stefan, you're playing uh, Women's Worlds. Uh, I'm Osh Sower, you're playing in the men's. Uh, moving forward, Stefan, you're playing both women's and mixed doubles. Are you going to try to continue both, or are you maybe going to concentrate a little more on the mixed doubles since you've had such great success, or what's your plans? No, actually, I my goal is to continue to do my best. And of course, I play both women's and mixed doubles. And now I'm here with my girls. So I want to really be focused on this championship. So we are a young team, a pretty new team. So, yes, we want to do, of course, our best, uh, but we know that uh, we have uh, a very strong, uh, um, how can I say, the teams uh, where we are playing against are very strong. So we we want to, to learn a lot. So our goal is, of course, to learn and to, yes, to improve for the next uh, years, uh, also for the next Olympics in Cortina, because we know we, we have a spot. And then uh, in April, we will have the World Championship in Mixed Doubles. And uh, it will be another event, another, another focus. So I want to think uh, step by step. Now I'm here. So uh, yes, I want to really enjoy every game. Hey, Marsh, how about you? You're with a, a very good team, Chilbertanos, and you've had some pretty good success on the world stage. Uh, you plan to well continue both uh, with mixed doubles and the men's and try and go for both? Is that your interest as well? Yeah, for, for uh, that season two, I think for the next one, we have to, to plan it because it's not easy to play in both sides because, you know, there are a lot of tournaments in the men's side, in the girls' side, in the mixed double too, and uh, it's not easy. You have to plan the season, but for um, from my side, uh, I like to play both, and then I think I, I will continue both. In the men's side, uh, now we have uh, the, the World Championship in Vegas, where we'll try to make our best and try maybe to reach the playoff, because I think... Uh, we, we did it uh, well this year and uh, maybe we deserve a spot in the playoff. And uh, I, th- I think we will see what happens. But for sure, I want to play in both of, of them. Well, you guys, we don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I want to tell you a little story. As you guys were winning through the Olympics and we were doing uh, daily shows on Inside Curling every day and you were taking over the entire event, um, and, and we were getting so excited. And Warren, you, you were part of this whole thing with Jimmy. And, and it just got to be an Italian flow. Your team, honestly, it just it was such an enlightenment to the sport. We appreciate it. Congratulations. Um, we really look forward to going forward with both your women's team and your men's team, watching you guys in the mixed doubles. Good luck at the World Championships. And we can't wait to talk to you again. Thank you very much, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Good luck to both of you.
Okay, boys, great job. I was nervous that you wouldn't do very well, Warren, without me there, but you seem to have it just fine. Uh, we were like a ship without a rudder. <laughs> without a rudder, yeah, really. Uh, thanks a lot, and congratulations uh, to Team Italy and the uh, mixed doubles. And good luck to them, Warren. Uh, the world's mixed doubles is coming up in April, uh, so we will watch for that. Again, a big thank you to all our sponsors, Sports Interaction, Coyote Tractor, Goldline, Nestle Boost, and Meridian for bringing you this special edition of Inside Curling. Send us an email, insidecurling at gmail.com, and if we read it on air, you're going to win a copy of Warren's book, Sticks and Stones. Okay, Warren, take it easy, man. Until next time, we'll see you again on another episode of Inside Curling. See you later, Warren. Thanks, Jim.